All right, guys, for this week's episode, you will get my instant thoughts about Jacob DeGrom signing with the Texas Rangers and uh, the shocking thing that it was, but really not if you think about it. But after the break, you'll get my thoughts. Stay safe. I'll talk to you soon. Welcome, everybody, to the Mets News Podcast, to this edition that I never thought I would have to do. Jacob DeGrom is no longer a New York Met, and... uh, I didn't want to do a podcast last night because I I wanted to get the... I was on a couple Twitter live things, spoke for a little bit, listened to what other fans had to say, and um, I was just trying to get everyone's, I guess, point of view. That's really what I'm going for here. I'm not going for the Jake is crap stuff. You know, I heard the Jake is crap line. I heard the Mets failed. I heard Steve Cohen is the Wilpons. I, I heard everything last night. The fan base... Uh, as it should be, was very raw. You will get my raw reaction. You're not going to get my raw reaction, and that's because I, my my raw reaction, as I spoke to my dad and a couple of Mets fans' friends, we had a call before I jumped on a couple of Twitter live streams, was I wasn't going to give him five years. That that's just a fact. I was just I I just I didn't see it. I didn't want to give him five years. For someone like me. Good for him. I mean, he got five years. He wanted a long-term deal. He got it. I think there's a vesting option for a sixth year, which could be wrong. I, I think there is one. Please correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong there. Really good for him. I mean, this is... He hasn't been healthy. He's made 30 starts the past two years. And, I mean, when he came back last year, as much as I love him, and Jake is my guy, there are two guys in Mets history that will always be my guy. David Wright and Jacob deGrom. Though those guys are it for me. I guess Jake won't be as mean as much to me anymore because he won't pitch for us anymore. And I don't think that and I think we'll get into Billy Epler and stuff. I, I want to talk about what Billy Epler I I have a couple gripes with him. A Buck Showalter as well. Again, I'm just gonna try to keep this civil. I'm not upset about it. Let me rephrase that. I, I'm upset, but I'm not like Evan Roberts or or uh, Sal uh, Sal actually was a pretty normal last night, but you know I'm not pissed off about it. Maybe I will be as I continue to talk about it. But the two guys in Mets franchise history up until yesterday that I've had an emotional attachment to was David Wright, for obvious reasons. When I was growing up. David Wright was the star. David Wright, in and in years of just crap. I mean, let's be honest. Years of just utter disappointment, failure, rebuilding, not going for it. The one guy I could say, this is my guy. This is it. Like, this is my Chase Huntley. This is my Jimmy Rollins, was David Wright. I mean, I grew up in Pennsylvania. So, for an example, just for context, the Philly fans had Chase Huntley. The Philly fans had Ryan Howard. The Philly fan had uh, Jimmy Rollins. They had Jason Worth for a time. They had uh, Cliff Lee. They had, well, Cliff Lee was traded. We're not going to count him. Not Cliff Lee. Cole Hamels before he got traded to Texas and had a career resurgence there. You get the point. I only had David Wright. That was it. And then in 2014, really my non-favorite playoff year. Everyone says, oh, it's 2019 or it's 1998. No. I think it's 2014 because you saw the talented pieces come into place, if you know what I mean. I, I mean. Hopefully that makes sense. Like, 
you saw the Mets kind of spend for Curtis Granderson. That was a big signing back then at the time for a Met fan base that was starved. Bartolo Colon came. You saw Zach Wheeler take strides. You saw Henry Mejia, who later got called out for PEDs. I think he has a lifetime suspension from the MLB. Or he might have gotten reinstated. But anyway. And then there was this other guy, Jacob deGrom. And I remember going to a start against Derek Jeter. It was Derek Jeter's last home, last Subway Series game. It was at City Field. And I told my dad, I saw Mariano Rivera play. I saw Andy Pettit play. I want to see Derek Jeter. I just have to see it one time. And a part of me was like, I don't even really care. Like, it's good, good. Derek Jeter's last home game. Or last Subway Series game. I don't know why I keep saying home game. And it was this pitching matchup. I'm, I'm trying to remember here. It was Jacob DeGrom versus some Yankees nobody. Who made one start with the Yankees. And then never pitched again. He was never pitched again. He only lasted four innings. Ruben Tejada, Ruben Tejada should have scored on Jacob DeGrom's hit. And this kid named Jacob DeGrom comes up. He has the long hair. He was going to go in the bullpen. I remember Terry Collins saying, you know, well, he's going to go in the pen after this, but we need a starter. Somebody got hurt. I think it was Dylan G got hurt. And um, DeGrom pitched him. Funny enough, we, we saw what he would do when he was healthy throughout his whole career. Go seven innings. Give up a run, lose one nothing. Lucas Duda came up in the ninth inning and struck out on a pitch in the dirt with a runner on second base. Very painful. But um, ever since then, I, that that's my guy. And now he's gone. And the Mets are still, in my opinion, looking for that, their guy. Tom Seaver, I, I love Tom Seaver. I get from my dad's generation... And for how he wrote, like, you know, how he rose my dad's generation. Um, even some generation and going into the early 80s, Tom Seaver's their guy. And he should be their guy. In the, in the 80s, mid-80s, you had Dwight Gooden. That's their guy. But let's be honest, guys. Tom Seaver didn't stay here for his whole career as a Met. He's a Hall of Famer as a Met, but he obviously... If he had a good year in Cincinnati, his numbers with the Reds were fine up until his last year where he had a 5.52 ERA. Dwight Gooden's not a Hall of Famer. Dale Strawberry's not a Hall of Famer. Jacob DeGrom, if he would have re-signed with the Mets, would have gone in to the Hall of Fame as a New York Met. I think he's going to the Hall of Fame. He's fringe right now. He'll probably win one more Cy Young with Texas. Wouldn't surprise me. And... Going to the Hall of Fame as a man. He's not going to get his number retired. He should not get his number retired. I stand by that. I, Keith, you can make the argument, deserved it. He did so much for this franchise. He gave the franchise credibility. Jacob deGrom, whether we like it or we don't, left here in the middle of the night. And I stand by this. He should not get his number retired. I know there are some fans that think, well, you know, Jake should... Get his number retired? No. There will not be a day where 48 is hanging from the Raptors. I could be wrong, but that's how I feel. Maybe that'll change. He he did a lot for the organization, but I I just don't see it. I, I really don't.
Maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. And hope <laughs> it just sucks. We don't. We don't have that guy. Every other team, it feels like, has that guy. The Padres have Trevor Hoffman. Dodgers have Koufax. They have all these guys. Yankees have DiMaggio, Garrick, uh, Barra. Who do the Mets have? Tom Seaver, who left twice. Not his fault. It wasn't even the Wilpons' fault. I don't even blame the Wilpons. You can't even blame them for that. It sucks. And there's no excuse. I mean, I understand people that, that say... That Jake should have stayed, and I was in that category, but I just went to give him five years. Texas Rangers, I guess, desperately needed him. And I've heard this uh, from SMY that Jake really wanted to, he's going somewhere where he's not going to win. No, that's not true. Jake could easily give the Rangers 10 more wins, and that gets them to 78. And then you would think they'd win some other games where he would just get no decisions. With that third wild card, they instantly become a competitor. And just remember, Jacob DeGrom pitched the best game of the Mets postseason. I know it wasn't vintage DeGrom. And I really don't know if we're ever going to see vintage DeGrom again. I really don't know that. I don't. So, for everyone saying that vintage DeGrom is going to come back, I don't know that. I think he's one injury away from being done for two years. Or a year and a half from Tommy John. It it just sucks, man. And and now look, let me just get the Billy Apple here. This guy's not it. He's not in his like. He's gonna have. They're gonna have to resign Nimmo. They they are. But I really just don't see it with him. When he spent money, he spent it incorrectly. They didn't do anything at the trade deadline. Which go back into my archives. I yelled and screamed about that. They had to do something at the deadline. I just don't know. I really don't. And for everyone saying this, let me just take a deep breath here. For everyone saying that Steve Cohen is a Wilpon, shut up. Shut the F up. Come on. This is stupid. Steve Cohen has done more in two years with the Mets. I understand he didn't bring back his guy, and I get the fan being, you can be upset about that. You can even say that Steve Cohen let us down for the first time. But he's a Wilpon He's a Wilpon. Give me a break. These fans, give me a break. I can never trust Steve Cohen again. Oh, because he didn't give an Asian guy five years. Come on. An injury-prone Asian guy five years. Give me a break. Jake didn't even give them a chance to give a final offer. So for so much for Jake, oh, Jake wants to be here. Jake wants to stay. And I was on that train. I thought Jake wanted to stay. I didn't think... He loved New York, but I think if he was going to go somewhere, the Mets were going to give him the final off, get to get the chance to give a final offer. If I can get my words out correctly, they didn't get a chance. It sucks, but I I just can't stand by. You could be mad at Billy Apple for not taking this more seriously. I agree with people on that because it seemed like the Mets were like, yeah, yeah, yeah no one's going to give you what you want. I agree with people on that. What I don't agree with is people saying Steve Cohen's a Wilpon, Steve Cohen stinks, Steve Cohen's a snake oil salesman. I don't agree with that. That's ridiculous. Give me a break. I've said this last night to my dad, and I stand by it. The Mets 
have spent money, but 90, 88% of the time, they haven't spent it correctly. Scherzer, they spent it correctly. Diaz, I think they spent it correctly. Francisco Lindor, they did not spend it correctly. That contract looks like crap. It does. F- folks, it does. I hate to be that guy, but it stinks. Escobar, Canna, these... De- Marte, yes, Marte was good. Escobar, Canna, not my cup of tea. And they failed in the playoffs. Darren Ruff, oh my God, we're going to really get into this. Javi Baez, the trading of prospects for a rental. I mean, this is ridiculous. The Mets don't have a farm system because of these trades. I agree with people on that, but I don't agree with that Steve Cohen hasn't spent. He's just done this, that, and the other. No, 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 no. I just don't agree with it. No, 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 no. All right, to close out this podcast, what should the Mets do now? They're going to get Justin Verlander, aren't they? 40-year-old breaking down. I don't like that. No, I don't. I don't like it. Nevin Roberts said something interesting. He thinks the Mets are going to wait for the Japanese pitcher Shohei Otani to come on the market next year. And that's something I could see. What I would want to do is get Nimmo back. There's no excuse. If you don't get Brandon Nimmo back, then I'm going to be upset. Then I'm going to have a podcast where I yell and scream my vocal cords out. Bring back Nimmo. There's no excuse now. Get two starting pitchers. I think Rodon and that Japanese... Carlos Rodon, Rodon, whatever his name is, Rodon. And Kohai Singa. That's who I'm going for. No Verlander. No Verlander, please. He's going to break down. We already have Scherzer. That's a huge question mark. He's proven to me he can't stay healthy. He's only going to make 20 starts a year. So please... Oh, my God. Don't give me Justin Verlander. Go out and get those other two. Get a couple relievers in here. Still get a DH guy. Come on. This is ridiculous. We cannot go internally at the DH position. We can't. There's no excuse. We, we can't. I, I, I vehemently disagree with that. But ultimately, we're going to have to see. And for Jake, his legacy will be a, just a very, the 15 team is gone now. It's sad. But Jake is just going to be remembered as a very, 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 very good pitcher. Number two, number three all time. Maybe number two, depending on how it all shakes out. Jake, you took the money, and I'm okay with that. Congratulations on getting paid. Texas Rangers fans, if he's healthy, you're getting the star, and you're probably making the playoffs as a wild card team. Met fans, continue to grieve, but hang in there. And as I've said for a long time, you got to believe in Uncle Steve. This has been an edition of the Mets News Podcast. I want to thank all my listeners for getting this out. Hopefully the Mets make a signing and I come back on here with some big news, and hopefully the New York Giants can beat Washington, the Commanders. All right, guys, stay safe and have a good one.